Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Don't you love the thumbs up? Oh, it's always so good. Yeah, Thanks, Holly. Great. Hey, welcome to Baseball Mainly. We're back again on uh, this uh, Tuesday afternoon. It's July 9th, uh, and uh, we just had a great uh, 4th of July long weekend. I'm mm-hmm. not sure we've recovered. Nope. Uh, and, of course, in the studio today is Corey Sir Patrick Stewart. Make it so. Hello. Did you have a good 4th? It was great. I fell off a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Was there was there something intoxicating uh, involved? Your girlfriend pushed you. It was me being trying to be heroic for my girlfriend's uh, sweet uh, grandmother Georgia. So did Grandma fall off? No, she didn't. No, I was trying to bring (laughs) the boat in. And I was on the dock, and then the the boat started moving out, and I found myself like at a forty five degree angle, and I was like, you know what? It was a little warm out. I'm going in. Gra- gravity <laughs> took over. Gravity took over. Yeah, well, we're glad you survived. I, me too. Are you a good swimmer? No. I'm terrible. Good thing it was only ankle deep. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, also with us today, as usual, is Ethan, the Statman Perlman. Yeah, you know, it's been a great day. We've had some great food already, mm-hmm. and uh, it was much needed after a long night last night. Yeah, we had oh. some we had some 4th of July food and some baseball food mm-hmm. brought to us by Bill, the hot dog guy, who's here with us today, Bill Loison. Welcome, Bill. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Really glad to have you. Uh, uh, Bill brought hot dogs today, and guess what he brought from me? Veggie dog. He brought me a veggie dog. Uh, he brought yeah. me several veggie dogs. Uh, yeah. a, better, I saw. a better looking veggie dog than that photo you showed us week one. Well, we, we nothing but quality here on baseball mainly. Nothing yeah. but quality. Yeah, here nothing. NRMstreamcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, really happy to have you, Bill. Uh, Bill and. Uh, uh, not Elroy. It was Jake. Jake, Bill, yeah. <laughs> Bill and Jake were here. Jake did a good job too. So uh, they've got this cool truck. Mm-hmm. It's a VW Bug Bus. I don't know what that's what I always called it. It's a Beetle Bus, and it's been cut off. The back is set up to make hot dogs and deliver your your uh, cold drinks. We had all kinds of condiments, mm-hmm. and everybody in the building that came out, we, we made them eat a hot dog. Yep. And we got were, some footage of that, too. So We're going to be running that next week. Well, that, too, but also check out our Facebook page. Make sure you like and subscribe and yep. join us. And then you can see that video of uh, us uh, enjoying working. We were working. We weren't playing around and just eating. We were working. <laughs> well, you can see Bill's <laughs> Facebook page, too, uh, or his website, which is thistruckcooks.com and his company is called Frank's Etc. Good stuff and we had a great day. Oh yeah. And and if you have any comments or questions that you would like to send us during the show, you can be sure to send it to us on our Facebook page. Sure. On Facebook Live. And we also have a Twitter, don't we? We do. And uh, we also have an Instagram, we don't did. we? And we also... Wait, no. That's it. No. We don't have a Snapchat yet. <laughs> Not yet. Well, who needs Snapchat? I don't know. Yeah, well, the all the interwebs, those are cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, lots of stuff going on at baseball right now. That's true. Yeah. Bill, did you uh, watch the Home Run Derby last night? Or were you busy working? Busy working, getting ready yeah. for you guys today. That's what yeah. I figured. Count not dogs. Someone's got to do it. Well, uh, a lot of history made on this day. 
Mm. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to send a shout out to a friend of mine who's in the hospital. Okay. A good friend of mine, a baseball guy. Uh, his name's Dave Harville. And Dave had a, a, a tragic accident this last week. Uh, has a closed head injury, and he's in intensive care. Oh, wow. And um, all, uh, all our baseball friends out there that know Dave, I hope you'll pray for him. Mm-hmm. I certainly am praying for him and his uh, lovely wife, Deanna, uh, that Dave will get well real soon. Sure. Hey, this day in baseball history, uh, what happened? Bud Selig. That's yeah. like a bad word yeah. in baseball, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Out of our three This Day in History pieces, he's involved in two of them. And both the first and second piece. First one, 1998. Brewers owner at the time, Bud Selig, who was serving as acting commissioner for nearly the last six years, is finally named the ninth commissioner in baseball history. In which case, his ownership of the Milwaukee franchise was placed in trust to avoid any conflicts of interest. I once worked at a place where his daughter was on our board, a really nice nice lady. And everything I'd, I heard about the Seelig's from the ownership of the bank I worked at uh, said good things about the Seelig family, mm-hmm. despite his reputation in baseball. Isn't he the guy that came along... After who was the um, who who preceded him? After at, yeah, at, uh, uh, the guy who died. His uh, son is a uh, actor. Never mind. I'm so full of hot dogs <laughs> right was, now. What I, what, I was, what I was going toward was is Selig the guy who banned Pete Rose for life? Mm, I or thought was, it was Selig, wasn't it? I could be wrong. Yeah, we'll have to look that up and get back to you. What else else happened on this? Well, Well, in 1976, you don't have this on here, but the bird was in the the All-Star game. Yeah. I just got to throw that in. One of my favorite players of all time. My mom's favorite player. So, uh, 2002, despite chance of let them play... For this, from the sellout crowd of 41,871 in attendance at Miller Park in Milwaukee, baseball commissioner Bud Selig shows up again and declares the 73rd All-Star Game a 7-7 tie. Hmm. Uh, after 11 innings, no player is selected to receive the Ted Williams Most Valuable Player Award, named in honor of the late Red Sox legend who died five days prior. Hmm. Seven I'm, seven I'm sorry, baseball cannot end in a tie. What is a tie? So who got home field advantage that year? That was my question. Ugh, if well, the National League and the American League tied, how do we? How did they decide who got um, home field advantage? I guess they the World the Series. They had a home run derby. <laughs> <laughs> if they did, it was definitely not as impressive as last you know, night. No. Uh, in the Futures game the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It went to extra innings, yeah. And they did what happens in a lot of tournaments. They that first extra inning, each team got to start with a runner at for, at second base, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whoever you know, and they that's the way they started each each inning after that. Now, sure. in this case, they only played one extra inning, and that ended in a tie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that, but that I'm not so against because they had. Going into those futures games, you've got a roster of like twenty guys, and by the seventh, eighth inning, you've already rotated everybody through right. because you're not sure if you're going to play seven innings or six and a half or True. eight. So you, they rotate guys in and out a lot quicker, which means you have no bench by the end of that seventh inning. 
Well, getting back to our my previous brain stall, it was Bart Giamatti. <laughs> oh, okay. Bart Giamatti yeah. was uh, the commissioner when uh, and and apparently made a deal with Rose. The story is he made a deal with Rose for a one year suspension. In that year, Giamatti died, and it became a lifetime suspension. Because it wasn't written on paper. Yep, uh, a verbal contract isn't written. The, isn't worth the paper oh, it's written. Oh, on. you know, I thought a verbal contract was binding. I thought it was too. <laughs> well, that's why I text message everything now. That still counts, right? Hey, what else happened? Uh, 2011, Derek Jeter, also known as the Captain, uh, with a third inning home run off of former Tiger pitcher and Tampa Bay Southpaw, David Price becomes the 28th player and the first Yankee to ever collect his 300th career hit. 3,000. 3,000. Wow. Yeah, I can't read 300. today. 300th. Mm. Can't read today for some Hot reason. Uh, <laughs> Hot dogs on the brain. Hot dogs <laughs> are definitely still on the brain. Uh, the captain enjoys a 5-for-5 five five day in the Bronx, including an infield single in the bottom of the eighth to drive in the winning run in the team's 5-4 to four victory, and we actually got some video footage oh, okay. check from this, out. so let's check that out. And the 3-2. Grounded through for a base hit. He's one away. 2,999 hits for Derek Jeter. Trying to become the first Yankee to ever get 3,000. The 3-2. That one's drilled deep to left field. Going back, Joyce. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Oh, what a way to join the 3,000 hit club. Derek Jeter has done it. So, the Kalamazoo native. Kalamazoo! Did you see all the Tigers in that game? Oh, yeah. Granderson. Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon with an Matt interesting Joyce. look on his uh David right Price, there. Matt Joyce. Mm-hmm. Yep. Johnny Damon. Yeah. So, uh, Derek Jeter had over 3,000 hits. Have you served over 3,000 hot dogs? Not today. <laughs> we have to go back, and I'm sure we have. Oh, I'm sure you've sold. I'm sure we have man. tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah, we've done the biggest event we've done is a charitable event for 
uh, life remodeled. We fed, fed a thousand volunteers in wow. one sitting. So it's that a couple thousand hot dogs? One per person. Oh, there was <laughs> yeah. limited. There was, they, they wanted a thousand dogs, so that's what I brought. And, oh. and originally, I was a little uh, brave with my offer, and I said, "I want to feed all you, your volunteers," you know. And then I said, and she said, "All of them." And I said, "Well, like, how many volunteers do you guys have? I mean, volunteers hard to get, you know." And she says, "Oh, well, we have two thousand." I said, "Oh." I, I'll do. I'll do that. I'll do half of them. You know. <laughs> she said that's very generous. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. So we went to this big park in Detroit where they were doing this whole subdivision uh, cleanup thing, and we fed them. How nice! Yeah, that's I've done awesome. that a couple times. Just told all my workers, don't look up. <laughs> Everyone was wearing a, like a lime green shirt, and all you saw was green. green. It was overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to see the dogs <laughs> keep moving. You know. So it was uh, exciting, but yeah, a thousand dogs. We did it in like an hour. Well, you know, you think in an about hour, a thousand dogs in an hour. Yeah, man. Wow. When you're, when you're ready, I'm just a real systems person. Boom, and, boom, and I, boom. You know, it keeps me up at night. A few nights before, I have a not great sleep, but when the system, when I put it all together, mm -hmm. I, every guy has their station and. Uh, it, it's fun, man. Yeah, it's fun. That's awesome. And, and all we had was hot dogs, and then I had my friend. I won't. I don't want to mention names, but I had my great friend on the giving out the hot dog part, and all you're supposed to do is just keep pushing them towards the people, and the line keeps coming, and it's just this huge, uh, overwhelming moment. And the, as soon as we started, he said, "What are you going to have?" And I said, "You're done. Get out of here. You lost your station." <laughs> him, and I put someone else up there that Good. you don't ask. We only have one item. You yeah. don't have to ask. <laughs> so it, it, he lost his place right away. It's kind of like kind of like the Model T. You can have any color you want as long as it's black. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's fun, and he's still my friend. Yeah, Great friend. Well, you know, there's something that, you know, we, we live in, a, in an era where everybody wants to um, complain about mm -hmm. business owners. Sure. Oh, they make so All much time. money. Oh, yeah. How many business owners do you know that give back? Right. Here, I mean, he's, here's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. It happens regularly. Yeah, I'd much rather see a business owner giving back than having to depend on the government to exactly. give back. Yeah, because they'd find a way to screw it up. Of course. Yeah, because the government. That's awesome, yeah. Bill. Yeah, it's our role as a business owner. That's it's awesome. Any any every business owner can For and sure. should. You yeah. know, I hate to should say that, but uh, you know, you're you're blessed with the good fortune of being able to have a business and have an idea that functions and brings you money and employs so many people and stuff. Give a, give a little. You yeah. know, it doesn't take much. And, and Bill has hot dog stands at several Home Depots around the area. Where are they? Troy Home Depot. I started in 2001. Dearborn Heights I started in uh, 2002. And then I don't remember the years for Pontiac and Detroit, you know, but we got four of them and employ a dozen, or a little more than a dozen people. And some of the girls have been with us. We just lost a gal that turned 70 after being with us for 12 years. She wanted to retire, and God bless her. I'm yeah. grateful that we had, uh, uh, we, we got to have her mm -hmm. for those 12 years. We got another gal that's been great. with us 16 years. And, you know, you just got to keep inching up the money to keep them from going somewhere else. Sure. You know? And the customers, yeah. I got to say, too, are very generous with tips, you know, so. 
That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very. I can't very, go into Home Depot without getting hungry. Oh yeah, I know. You know it's, and it's right. About, it's right there when you walk in. Oh, I right? know. It's something about smelling yeah. of the wood and then like the metals, sawdust and, then, like, and beef, and, beef you know? and you're just like, and I then just, just, just make sure you're not smelling the mulch at the same time. That's uh, the one yeah. thing that no, always that's surprises right. me. Oh, that's over. That's, that's over on the other side. Other side. Uh, I don't know the yeah. home people. I, the home people I go to right by my house. Unfortunately, they have the entrance, and then they always seem to stick the mulch. Right mm. next to the entrance. Yeah, that's good. So, you when it's the, so when it's that time of year that's... and you go in, you get the good smell and the smell that kind of makes you want to... Fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Home, you know what? There's another business that is very generous uh, to charities mm-hmm. is Home Depot. Yeah. They do a lot of charity work. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there's a hospital, I believe, in New York named after Mr. Langone, mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm. one, of the, mm-hmm. one of the founders of Home Depot, has been very generous with his money. Um Hey, what's uh, what's going on with the Tigers this week? Well, thank- anything? Thankfully, right now they're on a break, a much needed break. I'm not going to say a much deserved break, because they weren't playing good before the break. Well, they um, just got swept by the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, yes, they did. They got swept by the Red Sox and they by the weather. Swept by the uh, Indians twice in one week. That's right. Um, you know, I I think the most exciting part of the whole season will be when people get traded well that's coming up because, I because think. that is going to be the most you know noteworthy thing i think to watch It'll about be very interesting to see because we're getting very close and i could have sworn we would have done something before i the think All-Star it'll be break, as soon as the all-star game is over yeah. we'll you, you start got, hearing about 22 trades. days to make trades between now and yeah. then um you just got to see how the market's going to well, shake up. Well, do we believe in Mr. Al Avila? Do we believe in what he can possibly do now that he's got an extension on his yeah. on his contract? But I, I believed in him before he got the extension. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't know why people are so. Uh, I think people just are not. Out, I think people are just being starting that. to become impatient. And I was talking to Jess about this other the other day. Was that I think that once we started seeing losing records, and this is even during the Osmus era mm-hmm. yeah i think detroit turned on the tigers a little bit i'm not saying everybody but i'm saying a lot of people i think eventually saw that we weren't going to be the verlanders cabreras scherzers even doug fisters of yesterday yeah. and i think as soon as that happened some most of detroit was like screw this i'm done because if they're not going to win something for me then i don't want to watch them well let's let's uh let, let's kind of be balanced here mm-hmm. first of all uh management has made a decision mm-hmm. to put a triple a maybe double a mm-hmm. team on the field yeah right i mean if you look around most of these guys are minor league players sure. with the exception of castellanos mm-hmm. Uh, Boyd, Green, mm-hmm. and Cabrera. Yeah. Everybody else, you know, I mean, go around a the horn. They're, yeah. they're minor league guys. Sure. Uh, and that's the direction we're going. And we're going to train mm-hmm. them at the major league level. Well, they're not going to win a lot of games. Nope. Uh, and on the other hand, on the part of the fan, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's not made of money. No. And uh, I went to a game the other night where a friend of mine took me to the game, paid for the tickets. Mm-hmm. It was 25 bucks to park your car. It, it was $5.50 for a frozen lemonade. <laughs> right? Now, I don't drink beer. Imagine what I'd have paid for beer. Uh-huh. Right? It was like $8.75, I think, for the So tall I boys. bought my friend a frozen lemonade, and I paid for parking. Uh-huh. So I spent 
what, uh, 35, 37 bucks. Where are you parking? Are you parking I, in the in I, the yeah, actual Comerica? Yeah. I, I, I would 30, like to know where you're parking. The problem too. was there was a concert going on uh, over at the Joe Louis yeah, or yeah, at yeah. the, at at the, the LCA. LCA. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm spending 40 bucks mm -hmm. Jess, to I, go with free tickets. Yeah. After the show, I will tell you where my dad and I park all the time. Don't give it away on flat rate. I'm not, not going to say it on air. Yeah, it's but, okay. But it's after, all right. I didn't the, choose the show. <laughs> after the show, we will definitely talk about uh, you know. And I was, I, I was happy tax. to pay for my friend's parking because sure. he's you know he's taking us. He drove. Mm -hmm. uh, but and then you sat in the rain delay. Um, yeah, and imagine taking just you and your girlfriend, you and your wife, uh, and. Uh, Two tickets, uh, seven. I, I don't think I would take my girlfriend and my wife at the same time. <laughs> they don't like each other. Let's very say two much. tickets are fifty bucks. <laughs> they, fifty they bucks. They don't need uh -huh. to know why uh, you're taking them both. Another, right. let's say twenty to park. Uh huh. And if you drink beer, you probably spend another thirty bucks. Yeah. You, you spend a hundred bucks pretty quickly. You spend two hundred dollars pretty quickly. To to watch, not major league talent. Right. Well, on the other side, yeah. On the, if you're if you're rooting if you're watching the other team play, then yes. Mm -hmm. It was it's it you know people people should expect a value for their money. No, I get it. I get and, it. But uh, we've had also had a lot of injuries, and Al made some some I think in my head this year made some questionable transactions that brought over some people that aren't on the team right now because they're injured. And he didn't look into. Well, he a lot can't of help. He can't help. Oh, the I guess that. Injured. No, yeah. I get that. But he, you know, there was a lot of people still. I mean, Dallas Keuchel, um, and uh, Corey. Please tell me we're not going to debate just that saying, the Tigers should have gone saying, out and gotten Dallas Keuchel. You guys contract. know who I want. We're we're, we're paying yes, for we're and, paying, he, and he is still available. We're paying for Matt Moore right now, and mm -hmm. he's injured for the rest of the year. Yeah, we're paying for. So what, but, was but it really? Was it a bigger? What, what would you rather have somebody who that you're going to pay a little bit more for for a one year contract? Because Dallas was only going to get one year. Well, hold on a second. Who do you blame for this? You don't. You don't. You don't blame Alavila. Look at who we got rid of because of the crazy contracts that were made prior to Avila. True. And you don't blame oh, Dumb and, Hold and on, you don't blame I'm... Dombrowski about that Ugh. because Dombrowski's not the guy who wrote the checks. No. Wait, Mr. Wait, Mr. You... Illich oh, worked very hard mm -hmm. to get a World Series yes. and a win. Mm -hmm. And he overspent to do it because he True. really wanted it. Mm -hmm. And we can't blame him for that that much, but no. we're stuck with some contracts. We are. Yeah. In fact, we had uh, uh, Jack Morris Apparently said something that offended uh, yeah, the thirty-three we, million we, dollar we a year guy. To, we are going to get into that because not only did he say something, um, according to Cabrera, an, an umpire said something to him as well about how to be a leader on the field. And Cabrera, oh, is that why you get thrown from the last game? So um, apparently, Cabrera strikes out, goes back to the dugout, has a few choice words for the ump, and he's tossed. Uh huh. Um, uh, apparently. Cabrera says after the game that when he was talking with the ump and telling him, you know, you're missing these calls, balls that he's calling strikes are not strikes at all, and strikes that should be called aren't being called. And the ump, you know, kind of tells him to back off, be a leader, take it as it comes, and he's like, I am being a leader because I'm calling you out on screwing us. Cool. Um, but, you know, I... Those are probably yeah. the exact words. Not, not the exact words, but according, according to this article that I read from, from 97 won the ticket, 
Cabrera also then called out Jack Morris because Morris made comments about Cabrera not being a leader in the clubhouse. Sure. Right now, there is, there is no clear-cut leader. No. There are leaders, yeah. plural, but there is no one leader in that clubhouse, no. and there never was. No, uh, I don't think there was either. I don't think not, not, I agree Not even you. when you had Verlander and no. Scherzer and all them, none of them were no. the leader. Yeah. There was no captain. Nope. And there never will be, I don't think, in Detroit. There will never no, be No, I don't think there ever should be a captain. When we had Scherzer and Verlander and Porcello, who was the leader? It was the manager, wasn't it? Leland. It was yeah. Leland. Leland was the one that kicked him up, so and he I'd, was the leader. I'd love to show that video of uh, of him with uh, Barry Bonds, but uh-huh. you can't put that out there and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and have it be G-rated for sure. Well, with, with Cabrera, I... I, I, I I get it. He isn't a leader, but you can't fault the man because he's one of the most liked people in Major yeah. League Baseball. Cabrera, people are who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jack Morris, shoot, Jack Morris came to a fantasy camp when I was there. This is probably mm-hmm. 15 years ago, maybe more. Sure. And uh, he wouldn't get out in the field and pitch to us. Why? He didn't want one of us to say that we got a hit off of Jack Morris. <laughs> That's when you put down the bunt and you leg yeah, it out. Wow. You know what? You know, I, he has his opinions. You I know get what I would, Jack gets I mean, his You know what I would opinion. say if I got a hit off Jack Morris? I'm going to say he really lobbed that one in. Are you because, <laughs> because look, look I, I play against guys my sure, age right, yeah, that yeah. can blow me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack mm-hmm. Morris, who's not my age, could blow me away right, still. Yeah. But right? I just have a feeling if, if that ever happened, I feel like there would be a bat flip and a stare down <laughs> from Jess as he's rounding each bag. To- <laughs> I'll, tell what, I'll tell you what happened. I was, this is many years ago. Rosema's throwing uh-huh. uh, batting practice at fantasy camp. And I hit a ball, and I hit it well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Of course, we used metal bats back then. I hit a ball, I hit it well, I pulled it to the left, and it probably went over 300 feet. Whew. And I'm standing there looking at it. And he started yelling at me, get your butt back. He didn't say butt. Get your butt back in there and bat. <laughs> wow. And the next one he threw right in here, you know. Oh. And, you know, he was goofing around, but still. Sure. You know, yep. I imagine in a ball game, you, get a, you bat, give the bat flip yeah. a la Batista. Somebody's going to put one in your ear. Of course. Yeah. Pitcher, so, remember, pitchers have the same right to get and, angry. And that's the thing about Morris. I think Morris was a leader. I think Gibson was a leader. They were head cases at times, but that's kind of <laughs> what you need. Look, this is serious business. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that uh, documentary about when Gibson came to the Dodgers and how they didn't think they had much of a team and yada yada. Yeah, yeah. And they put this uh, shoe black in his hat. Mm-hmm. And he put it on. He took it off. He had this big black mark. Mm-hmm. And they're all laughing. Yeah. He left. Oh, good. And he told Lasorda, he's not coming back till the guy who put it in his hat came to his room and had a talk with him. <laughs> that think, changed the whole season. Yeah. They went mm-hmm. to the World Series that I, year. I think there needs to be camaraderie. Uh, and and sort I of think they build, need to be serious, right? And to to Bill's point of how he said, you know, when he's got people set up for big events and he's mm-hmm. got everybody in their in their station in their position, because I've worked in kitchens my entire life as a line cook, you need to know what you're doing, but you also need to be able to work with everybody else, everybody else around you. Otherwise, it's going to just go to chaos. Cool. And that's kind of what's happening. Right somebody's got to be a leader. Someone's got to be a leader. Yeah, yeah teamwork. Team I yeah. got a feeling Bill's a leader. I saw him I mean, outside yeah. today. Uh-huh. He and Jake worked well together. Yeah, but you was... could tell Bill 
here's what we have, here's what we're doing. Yep. He's he's uh, doing the public relations thing where he's shaking mm-hmm. hands with everybody, mm-hmm. fist bumping or elbow bumping. Because <laughs> <Elbow bumping, laughs> yeah. he, you know, had, he wanted to make sure he maintained cleanliness. But uh, it was obvious this is Bill's business. Yep. And he's going to run it. He's going to take care of the client. And, and Jake was on stuff. Yeah. They were a great team. Yeah. Both guys well, can't be leaders. That's where you find success, right, Bill? I yeah. mean, that's why you've been successful is because you've you've found the right people that you can trust, and yeah. and it's easy f- for your job to kind of be like, I can trust these people, and I don't have to worry. Yeah. N- you know, I mean, obviously, as an owner, you're worrying 100 percent of the time, even when there's nothing to worry about. But yeah. we make it look easy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and pe- people see us with the truck and everything, and say, Oh, come to my kids. Yeah, you got birthday a birthday party, party for right. 12 people, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did you say 112? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've, got to, so. you've got to check us out next week because we're going to have some video of uh, this really cool truck they have. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's and we'll good. have it on our Facebook page, too. Yep. Um, and and uh, thistruckcooks.com. This truck. Yep. yep. Franks, and, et cetera. And as we talk about the Tigers and their struggles, I, I had to go... You know, looking for some video of the last time I saw a team play as bad as the Tigers. And I was lucky. I actually was able to find some footage. Mm. So uh, let's roll that footage right now. Nice going. Don't pump the damn ball. Nice throw, dickhead. the sixth and rookie sensation Ricky Vaughn on the pitch now you can close the book on Kelder thank God relax we're only four runs now we're still in this game you take it to him oh all right look man guy gets a second first sign indicator Vaughn a juvenile delinquent in the offseason in his major league debut I'm gonna light your ass up me Vaughn into the windup in his first offering just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Ball four. Ball eight. Low and Vaughn has walked the bases loaded on 12 straight pitches. Boy, how can these guys lay off pitches that close? Wild thing! You make my heart sing. You walk everything. Taylor, what are you doing back up here? Ah, uh, couldn't cut it the Mexican League. That's your wife and my kids. Vaughn in deep trouble here with Clue Haywood, last year's American League home run champ at the plate. Vaughn kicks, fires. Here is a swing and a drive toward left field and deep. Oh, boy. No way, no way. Too high, too high. It is gone off the reservation. A grand slam home run for Haywood. If I can strike anyway. Where you going? Too high? What does that mean, too high? Too high. So Vaughn is off to a rocky start as Haywood clears the bases with one swing. Not too high. Too hard, right? First, it was really high. Who gives a shit? It's gone. Too high. You know, too high. (laughs) Way too high. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of great hitters, uh, we have uh, a friend of ours on the phone. It's uh, Scott Green. Welcome, Scott. 
Hey, hi, guys. How you doing? I don't know if you uh, heard us earlier. Um, a good friend of yours and ours, uh, Dave Harville, is in the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Dave had a an accident riding his bicycle and has a closed head injury and is in oh, critical wow. condition, and he's in intensive care. So uh, I just uh, thought you'd like to know, and so you can say a little prayer oh, for David. Wow. Uh, a super-duper person, and uh, he'd actually called me three weeks ago or so to tell me that he was retiring, but still wanted to come to the event as a coach and, you know, to be around the guys or whatever, which I thought was a great idea. But I'm very sorry to hear this news. I'll reach out to his beautiful wife, Deanna, after yeah. this phone call. Yeah, she's the best. What a great couple. Um, mm-hmm. Dave's a good friend, and I'll, um, I'm yeah. I'm very concerned about him. Hey, well, uh, uh, yep. I'm you know sorry to give you that bad news, but I, I knew you'd want to know. I know Dave's been to many of your events, and and uh, you know I've played baseball with him here in the MSBL for. Uh, almost 20 years, probably more than that, mm-hmm. and uh, been a great teammate and a great friend. Hey, uh, uh, so um, what's going on with you? Uh, anything new uh, on the Texas front? Well, the Texas front is, uh, you know, we're going. We've sold about 30 spots so far. Wow. And um, that's a go, so we're hoping that uh, It'll sell out. We've got 11 weeks to go, so I'm very happy. A couple guys actually signed up today, and as a whole, I could wheel off 10 or 15 guys who told me they're coming who haven't signed up, so we're looking for a great time. And there may be uh, some other things with uh, myself and the Texas Rangers in the future, uh, doing some fantasy camp work with them. So oh, fantastic. Yeah, and, yep. and, and they actually have a Major League Baseball team there in Texas. Uh, uh, <laughs> unlike yeah. here, they were four and a half games out when I was there. I think they're ten and a half now, or something. So, yeah. Well, we're we're so far out, we we don't even see first place from here. It's awful. Uh, but you know they're rebuilding, and we're we're hopeful the Tigers will get better. How how are your Cardinals doing? Um, you know what? <laughs> they're only a couple of games out of first. Uh, maybe two games in the lost column. They stink though. <laughs> I mean, just, I'm sorry that they're horrible. It's uh, they need some pitching help for sure. The young pitching I don't think is as good as it's young pitching takes time to develop. You can't just count on Dakota Hudson and Jack Flaherty as you know 40 percent of your starting rotation. And you know using Martinez as a closer, I still think he's a starter. I mean Reyes is hurt again. And their lineup is just anemic. It's just uh, anemic. I mean, yeah, they're only a game or two out, but they're only a game above 500. So they're not a very good team. You know, so what if they make the playoffs? I mean, they're never going to beat the Dodgers or anybody good. So well, You know, uh, way back when it was uh, spawn and sane and pray for rain. Maybe that's what happens yeah. if they mm-hmm. make the playoffs. Yeah, well, better rain a lot. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> hey, we've got uh, we've got a couple guys here in New York. That, I mean, here in Detroit, that I think could help you. We've got uh, Shane Green, who I think's a a very serviceable closer. Um, Matt Boyd, good starter, mm-hmm. lefty, and I know they're both oh, they, they're both on the block. Yeah, I heard that. I tell you, the guys on the block that I'd love to see is I'd love to see Madison Bumgarner as a Cardinal. That would be nice. Excited. Yeah. And he's uh, very smart, by the way. And, you know, he has his no-trade list. It's all the contending teams. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go to your team unless you re-sign me and up my sad. Me, a very, very bright guy. Yeah. So and he can hit. You know, he, he sure can. Him and Wainwright would be uh, like adding two sticks on the back of the the bench there if you're desperate. You know, in a late inning game or something. Yeah. But I'd like to see him as, as a Cardinal for sure because he's a gamer. Then I get excited, but it's just they're horrible. I just uh, <laughs> I don't, it just. Uh, well, but uh, it's I live I was I'm living in Yankeeville, so it's you know, you know, I'm watching them mash every night. <laughs> well, uh, how's it going with uh, Field of Dreams? I'm uh, getting very excited. Our, I'll be leaving next Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm stopping in Ohio on the way out. But the two weeks from uh, Thursday is our Fantasy Camp World Series. We got four teams. They're going to play in the inaugural event, and then we have uh, three teams to play. Uh, enough three teams for the second week to follow the Sun Tournament. We're still looking for some guys for that. If anybody would love to have a fabulous experience. And then we have uh, after that a little time off in August. I'll set my fat rear end at the beach and then uh, <laughs> get ready for Cooperstown a week after that, Texas. And then uh, finishing up which we may have a, our biggest ever, our biggest tournament at Rickwood Field. In, oh, that's uh, great. We may have six or eight teams after that. That's so, awesome. Hey, let's take a, yep. let's take a look at some of that Field of Dreams footage right now. What do you say? Cool. While we try to pull up that footage, um, we're going to talk with Scott a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, are we ready to roll that footage of Field of Dreams over there? No? It's having, having some problem. Okay. So let's uh, see. Scott, did you watch any of the Home Run Derby last night? Oh, sure. Yeah, I, tell you, I have to tell you, in all the years I worked for MLB that I ran their fantasy camp at the All-Star Game, I never went once. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, it's a long day yeah. working with, you know, 70 or 80 campers from 6 o'clock in the morning to, you know, 7 o'clock at night. So I would give the tickets away and just take the evening off. Yeah. I didn't find it terribly exciting, but last night I did. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, that was uh, that was a show. Um, and yeah, well, last night was a show, and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I like the format and everything else. Yeah, but here's my prediction: Pete Alonso won't hit 15 home runs. No, no, it's the now, Scott. I got to ask you the question: Do you believe in the home run derby curse? Because after I the, sure do. The, yeah, I, I do sure too. Do. I Pete, think I think it just wrecks your swing. It does. I think it just. I think it takes a hell of a lot of gas out of the mm -hmm. tank. But the and, year that uh, Prince Fielder won, he the second half of the year he just died. I mean, it just like literally well, his so swing. So did Bobby Abreu, uh -huh. Abreu, and and uh, so that's my prediction. Yeah, and, and amongst other things, I mean, listen, this guy, this kid's come out of nowhere, mm -hmm. hit thirty home runs in his rookie season, mm -hmm. and good for him. He's, it looks like a fine, upstanding kid yeah. too. He's donating money to uh, tunnel the towers and, charities. Yeah, yeah. fabulous. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so, I mean, listen, I hope it's not true, but uh, I would not be shocked if he only hit you know nine or ten more homers as the league sure. gets. You know, wind of him now that you know he's not the guy you're going to throw fastballs up and in, mm -hmm. and he's just going to crush him. So yeah. I think there's other things too, but 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for the curse. It is. It's true. Josh Hamilton, all these guys, you know. I, I don't oh, know. I, Bryce I don't, Harper I don't last know about year. Jo- I don't know about Josh Hamilton being part of that curse because he got suspended after, I'm pretty sure, for PED yeah. usage. <laughs> so I don't know if he has so much had to do with the curse, but yeah. with being caught for using. Sure. Um, <laughs> but we, we do have that uh, yeah, Field the Dreams video now. Let's take a look now, at the Field so of Dreams. pull that up. Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Yeah, and that's playattheplate.org if you want to uh, check it out and uh, uh, see about one of these tournaments you might like to go to. It's it's really fun. I mean, you don't have to be a great baseball player. It certainly hope, helps your ego, but, uh, uh, you know, I've been there, and I'm not a great baseball player, and I love it. It's just uh, it's a riot, and, uh, uh, you know, you could even get Scott Green's yeah, autograph. Yeah, by the way, before I forget, you got a mention on Texas radio last week. I was on another program with a teammate Ooh. of yours, Chris Blaney. Yeah, yeah. Chris uh, is a big-time, uh, uh, he's got his own radio show, more politically uh, uh, backed or whatever, but he loves Play at the Plate. He got me on last week, and he was mentioning you and your son playing at uh, uh, Durham. Well, yeah. Just so, being a superstar it, over here. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, Jess Montes- Montes- Monticello is just world famous now. So. Of course yeah. he is. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Legend in my own mind. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, now I don't know what to say. <laughs> you got him blushing. <laughs> Scotty's blushing yeah. over here. Joey, yeah, Joey still he talks about going to uh, the Palm Beach uh, Classic and uh, hitting 720. I hit 700. I was hitting out of my mind. And and even that I couldn't beat him, hmm. you know. It's just uh, the kid, just you know, he's young. Youth, youth sure. is as they say, youth is wasted on the young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, good, good to know. Good to know. Hey, what about what about Vlad Guerrero last night, so, man? Ninety yeah. bombs, 91? 91 bombs. You know, that's a major. Yeah, league. you know what? And he's got eight home runs for the regular season. He won't hit five. <laughs> you want to talk about a, a, a curse? Yeah, <laughs> he won't hit five homers for the rest of the year. Well, don't you think the problem, Scott, is you know you're not getting batting practice in a game. They're throwing you breaking balls. They're throwing you changeups. Yeah, exactly. They're not throwing well, I mean, a fastball down the middle. They're throwing it up on your hands or or uh, low and away. Although there's a couple of ball, there was a couple of thrown balls to him uh, yesterday where he reached out and the power that this kid has at 21. He's twenty. Twenty twenty is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I have to know. say, I was I was more impressed by Acuna than anybody. Me too. Oh my. He was he was taking the ball on the outer half of the plate uh-huh. and, and hitting him dead center. Out oh, it was right crazy. Field. You know, when it comes to Acuna and when it came to Pete Alonso, I like that matchup because they were the only two guys during the entire home run derby that were going pull. Or and opposite field, yep. and straightaway center. And straightaway center. And mm-hmm. I felt really bad for Pete Alonso in his first two rounds. It seemed like his pitcher, which is, who was his cousin, um, <laughs> just struggled to throw the ball over the plate. Yeah. I almost thought he wasn't hey, going to get out of the first you. round because uh, 
because you're, it's, standing, it's, you're sitting out there, you're not a professional ball player, and you're throwing the, a ball uh-huh, in front yeah. of uh, seventy-eight thousand people, people for the national audience, and yeah. you miss those first couple. Yeah, I got news. I'm not making another pitch close to the plate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking you. You want know, about getting the yips? You can get the yips instantly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, easily. And I mean, inst- I'm looking for help now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be pretty embarrassing when the batting practice pitcher needed to use the time out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, you're, you're right it's not easy and you not only want to throw strikes to the guy you want to throw it on a on the part of the plate he likes if you know if he's a pole hitter mm-hmm. you want it like on that inner third of the plate but mm-hmm. not too far in so you nope. jam yeah. him it's uh, it's not easy. Well, I felt bad for Chapman and his dad because it seemed like there was oh, yeah. they were kind of falling in a groove, and then all of a sudden Chapman's dad kind of was, was throwing him away and then throwing oh. him inside, and then he just couldn't find yeah. his rhythm, and I felt bad you know, because I, I did enjoy a comment though. I can't remember if it was Carl Ravitch or uh, Mark Teixeira when that round was coming to an end mm-hmm. for Chapman, and uh, Chapman's dad misses up and in. Yeah, and almost and, gave him some. And, <laughs> All I just remember was the comment was, Bob Melvin's probably thinking, get this round done now. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't want him injured. I yeah. don't want him out. No, right. <laughs> well, you know, I'll throw batting practice to Joey. and We've got a bucket that has maybe 60 balls in it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the in those two, I'll throw him two buckets of balls. In those two, t- t- those two buckets, I'll plunk him a couple times. I'll hit him. <laughs> okay. And is, I don't do it on purpose. Is this a, is this a more morale booster? Or, uh, no, it's just accidental. And, and, you know, nobody's watching. Like Scott says, nobody's watching me. Yeah. It's not on television. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, you know, I'll get, I'll get lackadaisical and I'll pull the ball and I'll, I'll hit him. I can't, <laughs> uh, I cannot pitch. I can do anything on a baseball field except that. And I had to do it. Real, this is a great story. I don't know how far I can really go with this, but <laughs> I was playing center field in a tournament in Cooperstown, and we just had no pitching in this event. And I'm just looking at this guy hitting the backstop on a fly, so I, I called timeout, got somebody else to center field, and I went into the bullpen. I just was short-arming the ball to the catcher, just like step, boom, and... I could do better. So I went in. The bases were loaded. Nobody out. I threw the first pitch. The guy hits me a one-hopper. I throw to the plate. The catcher throws the first. I unbelievably struck the next guy out. I pitched five and two-thirds of scoreless ball, and our team won. The next morning, I got up and uh, had my morning constitutional on the toilet. I couldn't use that arm to uh, clean myself. <laughs> so think think about okay. a guy who throws 95 miles an hour and pitches every fifth day. Yeah, he's wiping his ass with his other hand. That's going to get bleeped off the air. No, you know we're on we're on the internet. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. not very much very regulated. Before I came on. Yeah. So well, I hope you fully recovered, Scott. Yeah, yes, I have. I'm uh, almost clean again. Uh, hey, uh, do you have some video you want to show us how we compose ourselves? Yeah, let's get the video on. Yeah, let's uh, talking about some let, other things. Let's show the video of Pete Alonso winning that home run derby last night. 29 seconds to hit two. That was a line drive off the top of the wall. There it is. Pete Alonso fires. 
the bat up. He's your home run derby champion of 2019. He didn't even need the 30-second bonus. And he How impressive was that? What a show we saw tonight. Vlad Jr. and Alonzo, what a re respect right there. Nothing but love. That was fun. The former Florida Gator and his brother, if you will, who came over here from Ohio and pitched himself to a derby championship. And so Mr. Pete Alonzo did a lot of the work. With his cousin or brother, or I'm not really sure so what. His brother. Paced, yeah. He Pete paced himself. <laughs> he wasn't going like Jock and Vlad. Well, he was you know, paced the, the himself. The funny part was, in his first round, he only had hit, what was it, 14 or 13 so, to well, advance? Just Chapman, yeah. No, that was against oh, that Zantana. Was Zantana, yeah. Uh, and I love the fact that when he was hitting, the entire crowd was booing him. Yeah. Because he was going against the Cleveland Natives. Yeah, he was going against the Natives. Um, I'm amazed at how many people were in the stands to see that. It is a sellout, isn't yeah. it? Uh, All-Star game, it doesn't matter what's going on. I always love the All-Star yeah. game. Tigers are, are eat, digging themselves <laughs> eight holes. But... I love it when the All-Star game comes around. You get to it's just it's a nice break in baseball. You get to see mm -hmm. everybody from all different types of teams. I mean, Justin Verlander, JD Martinez, Shane Green and uh McCann all took a picture with each other and said we're back mm -hmm. on the same team together. Made yeah, you cry yeah. a little bit. We got, <laughs> we got four Tigers in the yeah. All-Star game. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um but the, but the big thing that, you know, they talked about on the broadcast last night, and you could see it by how how far some of these balls were going, and Verlander kind of made a comment about this. Do you think Major League Baseball is juicing the balls? Well, I, I definitely know that if you hold a Major League Baseball versus, let's say, a high school baseball, that the the strings are higher on a high school baseball. The strings are very close to the skin of a mm -hmm. baseball in the major leagues. Oh yeah, they, they which means it's you're not going to get as as good a rotation. Mm -hmm. It also means probably the ball is wound a little tighter. Everything's a little tighter. Yeah, which means the ball's going to go farther. Mm -hmm. Now but, on top of that, these guys are specimens. I mean, mm -hmm. these guys who are hitting today, they're not. I mean, you look at Al Kaline when he came up. He was 17 years old. He probably weighed 175 pounds. Silk and wet. These guys, their guys coming up, you know, six two, six three is probably average height in the big leagues, and they're two twenty, right? Mm -hmm. These are guys that are very athletic and they're strong. It isn't they're not two twenty and they've got a belly. They're two twenty and they're ripped, man. Yeah. These are guys, these are guys that that baseball uh, well, is their you life. Know, Jesse, you say you say that, and the, listen, baseball has changed. So much since you know I was watching it as a child because there's so much money involved that these guys don't come to spring training to get in shape. Mm -hmm. They're in shape, mm -hmm. and you know that's why I think spring training is entirely too long. I mean, there was a time back in the '50s, '60s, early '70s where you know you had to probably work another job. That's right. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody wanted to play on the Yankees because you'd win that twelve thousand dollar. World Series prize in 1954, and you didn't have to work at the butcher shop. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, I've got. I remember seeing a picture of Carl Farillo the year he won the MVP in a blood-stained butcher's thing. He's cutting meat in Brooklyn. Mm. I mean, it's it's a different <laughs> world. Yeah, and yeah. The, the training and everything else, it just makes the players bigger, better, more in tune. Mm -hmm. There's just too much money 
to go after. Oh, definitely. And, I, they, and they do. And yeah. to their credit, they do. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, I heard an interview, I believe it was with Jim Price, talking about the guys that played for the 68 Tigers uh, working during the summer for the gas company. You know, I mean, yeah. somebody set them up with this job at the gas company so mm-hmm. that they could, it was like a seasonal job, sure. so they could, you know, when spring training came around, they yeah. could leave that and come back to playing ball. Yeah. Well, Michael Fulmer, when he came over from Toronto, mm-hmm. or New York, New Mets. York, New, yeah. the Mets, uh, yeah. he was doing plumbing during the off season. And Richie Hebner, do you yeah. remember Richie Hebner? He was a grave digger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what what's what's next here, Ethan? Because we've gotten way off yeah, script we, here. Yeah, we we uh, we got about six five minutes left in the show, and we got to talk about our spotlight player on the farm. Okay. Okay. Well, Scott, we're gonna let you go because you don't care about these Tiger rookie possibilities. But really good talking to you. It's playattheplate.org. Personally, keep me uh, informed about Dave. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you. Uh, I've got a, an email that his wife sent me, and I'll forward it to you. I appreciate that very much. All right, Scott. Nice. Take care. I'll speak Thanks, to you. Scott. I'll be on the road to Iowa next week. Give me a call. Have All fun. Right. Take care. Okay, so about our prospect of the week, this week we are going to be highlighting John Schreiber, a pitcher <laughs> uh, who is actually just a relief pitcher. We're not highlighting a starter. We're highlighting a relief pitcher. Hey, a 20- we need relief. A 25-year-old, a 15th round selection by the Tigers back in the 2016 draft. He is the 22nd overall prospect in the Tigers organization, according to MLB.com. This is their midseason rankings. During the preseason, he was not ranked as a top 30 prospect for the team. He is now the 22nd ranked prospect for the team, and right now he's currently at Toledo, uh, where he has appeared in 29 games, has not started one, has a 4-4 record with two saves, 36 and two-third innings with a 3.19 ERA and a 1.23 whip with 47 strikeouts to 18 walks. Holy God. Well, that's good. The strikeouts are real good. Is he a sidearm thrower? So, Looks yeah. like it. He has a very interesting delivery from what I've been able to find on sure. him. And it, it, make, it makes me wonder if he started out as a sidearm or not. Because mm. when, I, when you look at some of his footage... It just doesn't look natural, and I don't know if it's something well, that he's been developing and trying to work more towards. Because if you're a Triple A and you kind of look like you're just awkwardly throwing, I don't know if that was your motion your whole career yeah. or not. And and it's something that I do I do wonder. Yeah. Well, was it just you're always saying you know the movement on a lot of major league baseball players mm-hmm. and even younger kids? That's just that's a lot of strain. The you side know. armors seem not to have as much strength right. as the guy who torques it. Because you're, whip, you're whipping it. Yeah. But if you're, if you're, if you're that side armor, uh, it's more shoulder than it is elbow. Yeah, sure. and that's when, you, that's when you get that shoulder problems. And, uh, and the guys who come over the top have the elbow problems. Yeah. So, you know. So, you know, <laughs> so, you know, if you're that baseball player, you just don't want to be a pitcher because there's just too many problems in the world. Well, here's the thing. If you're going to make it in, in baseball and you're a pitcher, you have, uh, out of 25 players, you've got about 14 or 15 possibilities to make a team, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there aren't that many position guys who make it. Supposedly, they have to be really great, except we've seen what we've had to deal with here. And not that these guys might not be great, but 
boy, right now, you, you can tell they need to be getting seasoning in the minor leagues, but we don't have anybody else. No. Well, and this goes back to what we talked about earlier with Alavila and, 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 and the Tigers and, you know, fans not being happy, fans not being invested in the team. Wake-up call. Early 2000s, the Tigers sucked. Let's be honest. Wake they up were, call. They, they were, 90s. And the 90s. <laughs> they were losing over 100 games oh, yeah. multiple years in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you know, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like in any sport. You're going to have those great year runs where you're going to win, you know, five or six years and you're going to be really competitive. You know what happens to every team in every sport? They suck. Then they go from being really good to absolutely sucking for yeah. a year or a few years before well, they become, you know, relevant it again. Is, it's it's hard to watch, but I'm still a homer. I want them to win. I, I'm a I'm a Detroit guy. Yeah, let me ask here. you this real quick before we go off: Is would it have been easier to watch the Tigers now if we won a World Series back when we had all those guys? Well, we did back in '84. No, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> are, are you no, saying no, like back, the, in, back in 2012? That, are you talking 2012? To, in 2012? Was, if we won that World Series against San Francisco, would it be easier to watch what we're going through now? No, I think fans would be more upset. Really? Yeah. Hey, I guess we're not going to talk about ballpark food because today we had hot dogs. Frank's etc. Frank's etc. Yeah, the truck cooks. This truckcooks.com. Bill's great. Mm-hmm. And guys, uh, for NRMStreamcast.com and baseball mainly, for Corey and for Ethan, this is Jess saying. Let's play two.